This episode of Talk Cricket contains graphic and explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. listening to talk crooked the social justice and uh, social justice and comedy podcast where Mm -hmm. two friends laugh cry and rage about an unspeakable subject while enjoying alcoholic beverages mostly tequila Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) my name is Kay. i'm carrie and And that's my first time doing that from memory (laughs) we need to give carrie lots of claps (laughs) it only took me 19 episodes Just 19. Just that many. Yes. Well, hello. Hi. To all of you. We have new people and that's so cool. I am so happy to be here recording because it's been a shitty week and I'm ready to talk. It has been a shit week and I'm covered in poison ivy. Well, poison oak and it won't leave. Oh, I have to go get a shot tomorrow. It's fine. But on the plus side, it did force me to make a doctor's appointment, so I'll also get my allergy medicine. Yeah. If you guys have been following that track, <laughs> that thread of my life. So um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast yet, but I bought a new car. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, the check came out of my account today. Oh, you know how sad it is to go from having eleven thousand dollars in your account to having four hundred and ten. Yes, been there. <laughs> that really blows. <laughs> I took, I screenshotted my bank account where uh-huh. it said that I had over eleven thousand dollars in it, so that I could remember that, just for posterity's sake. Yeah. <laughs> That never happens. Did you do you have a car payment? Did you pay it? No, did you pay I pay cash. I Kate, I paid it all. That's amazing. Yeah, that's how you buy a car. Yeah, I'm I just burped into the microphone. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, that was okay. disgusting. <laughs> I am super happy, except for the fact that my air conditioner broke is dead, and you spent all the money on your car. <laughs> It'll be okay. Yeah, well, I'm going to get it looked at tomorrow oh, to make sure that this is the problem, and then my friend is going to be able to fix it, so oh, I'm that's not going to awesome. be out $100. I mean, that's the benefit of having a basic car like that. That's Well, yeah. not basic. Your car is very nice. Like, I'm yeah. not trying to shit on it. Oh, but no, like, no, no. My car is foreign and yeah. super tiny. Mm-hmm. So My it's, new car is a Chevy. Yeah. Like, I'm very like happy. Yeah. American-made, right? Mm-hmm. Chevy's yeah. American. Mm-hmm. Yeah. American-made. And it's like standard parts. Yeah. So like you can do your own shit. Yeah. Like no uh, one, I can't have anyone do my shit except for a <laughs> professional mechanic because they'll have to take the entire engine apart to do anything. Oh my God. Because it's so tiny. Yeah. And all the parts are super tiny and specific. Yeah. I don't recommend my car. <laughs> I won't say what it is because it's highly identifiable. Yeah. And I, I mean, maybe one day this will be awesome and maybe they'll sponsor us. <laughs> That'll never happen. But we'll my mom, a car company sponsor us. <laughs> my mom tried to talk me out of getting this car as I was signing the paperwork for it. She was like, it killed people. I was like, Karen. It killed people? Yeah. And it, like in 2011 and 2012, it was really bad about killing people. Like that type of car. Like the, mm, I gotcha. the brakes would just 
fuck up real bad. And well, that's what like, recalls are for. Yeah, and I was like, well, this is after that. And uh, does she also think I, guns kill people? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> We've all we had a rough week, so we've had two shots. Mm-hmm. And we're this, sipping by on the a margarita. Yeah, and we're sipping margaritas. So yay for tequila. Yeah. Tequila promotes honesty. That's why we drink it on this show. Mm-hmm. So because we gotta be real honest. Yeah, I'm excited about this one though. It's gonna be a lighter episode. Me too. Um, well, I mean, well, not lighter, but you know, <laughs> mine got really dark. <laughs> not lighter in that this has never happened to either one of us. Yeah, and it's not something that either of us are super connected to. It's just something that we're fascinated by. Yes. <laughs> so this is gonna be a nice true crime break yes from the super deep stuff that we've been into lately um but not that last, last week wasn't awesome i'm yeah. super proud of last week last week i accidentally deleted it in preparation for this episode because like i didn't oh, want my yeah. program to fuck up again and i really wanted to go back and listen to it because i knew that was a good episode was so i was good. just kind of drunk so <laughs> i don't remember much of it because i we had to be real drunk, drunk. <laughs> yeah, it was so fun. I'm really yeah. proud of... You know, we got a sex therapist that follows us now. <gasps> oh, hi. Hi, doctor. <laughs> I forget your name. Hang on. Um, So, I have Faye fucking with me at work. You remember how you thought the building was haunted? Oh, it is. Yeah. It's not haunted. It's not haunted? It's Faye. They hide receipts from me. They, they're fucking with my inventories now. Something I have, pushed, pushed a movie off the shelf. Yeah. Yeah, they do that. They, um, okay, so I'm not crazy. No, you're not. I, I know now. <laughs> like, I so you thought I was crazy. No, no, I didn't <laughs> think you were crazy. <laughs> we haven't gotten into this area on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, but no, um, unless you're a Patreon subscriber <laughs> and then you'll get more of this kind of fun. Oh, yes. If you're into ghostly things. Yes, please support us on Patreon. But anyway, at inventory or at work. There's this inventory that I do, yeah, and it like it's it's very difficult to do. So I have a certain way that I do it, and I know to, how to keep track. Which one is it? It's the CBD inventory. Oh, for yeah, yeah. gotcha. So that's not one I've done. So yeah, no, it's fucking difficult. Is it we as have to bad do it once candy? a week. It's probably a little bit worse because there's more at stake oh, than yeah, there is at candy. Um, because they're more expensive. Yeah. So do you keep so, all that stuff behind the counter? Yes. Okay. So something in my handwriting Ew! is throwing in random numbers into my inventory as I'm doing it. Oh my god, Kay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's such Thrilled. shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> okay, well, sadly, today is not a supernatural day. No, it's you'll have not. To, you'll have to support us on Patreon if you want more of that fun times. Um, anyway, so this week we are talking about robbery, which I, now that I look back on, we probably should have started with burglary (laughs) because they're different and burglary is the lower level, but it's fine. We could have built to it, but it's fine. We're going to go ahead and go. Yeah. Um, so of course, let's start with a definition. Mm -hmm. Um, so robbery, it's a noun. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> those goddamn nouns and pronouns and I adverbs no right <laughs> anyway so uh it's a noun and um <laughs> it's 
It is the action of taking property unlawfully from a person or place by force or threat of force. And I know that sounds like a really stupid thing to delineate, but it's actually really important yeah. to, um, because this that's actually is what separates robbery from burglary. Uh-huh. Uh, burglary, just to clarify, burglary is when you wait, like, for example, if I am a thief yeah, and I'm going to burgle. Mm-hmm in the night uh i wait until I, I i stake out the place and i wait for a night that i know you're not going to be home oh yeah so like scott lang yes and then yeah. i slip into your house and take things or rifle through your shit mm-hmm. and leave yeah like a phantom disappearing in the night <laughs> robbery has that added added bonus of threat <laughs> yes of threat and violence yeah that goes along with it so if i am a robber mm-hmm. and i'm going to rob you yeah i wait for a night that i know that you are home yeah and then i bust inside and threaten you with a weapon while i take your shit which i don't know why you would do that because why wouldn't you do it when no one's home so that you don't get caught and you don't have the threat of getting caught and you don't have to hurt anyone. Well, that's because burglary is a gateway crime mm-hmm. that then you need that added thrill because you steal that lipstick when you're in sixth grade mm-hmm. and you get away with it and that's a great rush. Yeah. And then it turns into now you need to invade someone's space and that's a different rush Yeah. and they don't see me. And then it turns into... That you know, it's like alcohol tolerance, yeah. where you're like, okay, so beer isn't doing it for me anymore, or Smirnoff Ice isn't doing it for me anymore. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna change to shots, yeah. or I'm gonna change to wine, or I'm gonna change to cocktails, mm-hmm. and then it builds, and then you're like, okay, well now I need just straight liquor from a flask. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's it, it it turns into now the thrill is kind of like dead, and now I would love it if people were home so I could exact that kind of power over them in person and they know who I am okay. or, or they, they don't know who I am and that mm-hmm. gives me power because I'm wearing a ski mask or fucking yeah whatever the fuck on my fa- a clown mask or whatever you know what I'm saying so it and then that in turn leads to higher things that then we get into violent crimes like yeah. rape murder yeah all of that kind of stuff where we get into Golden State killer territory yeah. so oh um another store <laughs> got robbed and the guy that was working happened to be in the back when this guy came in with the <gasps> ski mask on. And the guy just fucking dropped to the floor. He was like, nope. <laughs> Not going up there. Nope. Bye. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Like, of our stores? Yeah. <gasps> oh, my God. That's great. That's hilarious, yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fucking just fell. dropped and was like, nope. <laughs> Take it. Yep. Take whatever you want. <laughs> Which is what most people are trained to do. Yeah. To be honest with you, because the store would rather lose money than your life. Yeah. Thank God we're at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but so um, if you would love some synonyms mm-hmm. yeah. for robbery, because I find that hilarious. <laughs> uh, for some reason, they have burglary, but that's not technically true once we get into the legal things, as we yeah. just explained. Um, theft. Mm-hmm. Thievery. <laughs> thievery is a good word. Stealing. Yeah. <laughs> Breaking and entering, or as the layman call it, a beginny. B and E, break and enter. Oh. Did you think that was one word? A beginny? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what kind of fucking Georgia nonsense? Oh my God. T shirt. A beginny. A beginny. A beginny. Um, house breaking. 
Larceny, which is a different legal term, actually. Yeah. Um, shoplifting, pilfering, f- filching. Pilfering is a nice word. I love the filching. word. I love the word pilfering. Yeah. That's <laughs> one of my favorite words. Um, embezzlement uh-huh. is different. Misappropriation, yeah. swindling, fraud, blah, 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 blah. These are all different. Deli- Once we get into legal terms, you'll see mm-hmm. how different all of those actually are. Now I'm hot. I'm going to open the vent. Um, yeah. We're drinking. That's probably a good idea. Yeah. We'll, ta- we'll do a whole thing about embezzlement and money. This is all like <laughs> money laundering, fraud, all that shit. That's all different. But I just We'll thought- do an episode on Ryan Howard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. Disregard my previous email. It looks like uh, my previous voicemail. It looks like your hands are tied. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. <laughs> Fired guy. Yes. <laughs> Ryan started the fire. Okay. So we're not talking about embezzlement, though. We're talking about (laughs) robbery, as Mm -hmm. in... um, So I found a few different sources. I didn't go with psychology today because, um, actually, a lot of it... Well, the last up-to-date article that I found was from 2012. And while that doesn't sound like it was that long ago... It was too long. Yeah. As far as psychology goes, Mm -hmm. that was further back than I cared to go. So. Um, we're going to stick with some stats, and I figured it would be fun to just kind of discuss as we go. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and kind of discuss theories, because honestly, those of you who are true crime fans will know that it's very widely recognized that robbery and burglary, well, burglary being level one, robbery being number two, or level two, I should say, <laughs> um, are, are gateway crimes. Yeah. And so that's the thing that nobody seems to talk about and that nobody seems to want to take seriously, and we'll get into that, and that's why we're talking about it on this podcast. Yeah. Besides the fact that it's also, you know, really fun to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, and I guess it's not really that, we're not really that detached from it because we definitely worked at a place and we have a friend who was working, mm-hmm. a coworker of ours, who yeah. was working at the store where we both worked. Mm-hmm. Um, and the store did get robbed. Yeah. And, and it was robbery because he used a gun. Yeah. And that's that's the specific delineation is there has to be a threat of violence. Yeah. Burglary is sneaky. And that's where, like, they were pulling the pins out of the movies. Yeah. And sticking them in their pockets and then sticking the, sh- the, the case back on the wall, on the shelf. That's Rudolph bur- Amy. Yeah. That's <laughs> where I would find them. Yes. Yeah. That's burglary. And then you yeah. find one and you're just like, God damn it. How do I not see you? You yeah. fucking dick. They swindled me while I was in the store and they did that to me. Great word. Yes. Yes. They are pilfering our product. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, But on a serious note, robbery, uh, if you, I'm sure other people that have been robbery or robbed. Are you talking about getting therapy or help? Yes. I'm about to get there. Yeah. I got a whole section. Okay. Wait. We'll talk about it. Okay. Okay. Um, this one is from a criminal, of course, my definition was just from, you know, a Google search. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> thank you, Google. Yes. Thanks, Google. You're the best. Google shall sponsor us one day. Oh, God. Put that on the vision board. Okay. Well, we'll manifest <laughs> that. Um, so, um, a lot of my notes came from this really cool little, it's a very tiny article, but I mm-hmm. thought it had a lot of good information in it. Yeah. Um, so it's from criminal.findlaw.com and there had, like, it had links where it's like, if you've been charged with this or like, if you know someone who has, I don't know, Mm -hmm. or if you've been victimized by this, like contact us here kind of thing and we'll help 
connect you with a with a with an attorney kind of oh, thing, which is kind of awesome. cool. So it was like it's like a law website. Yeah. So um, essentially, robbery is theft accomplished by violence or the threat or the threat of it. Mm-hmm. Unlike theft or burglary, the crime of robbery almost always requires the presence of a victim who is threatened with bodily harm. If a weapon such as a gun is used or the victim suffers injury, the robbery may be charged as armed or aggravated. Yeah. Okay. So it always has to have a present victim yeah. slash survivor. I know we don't like the word victim, but mm-hmm. for legal terms and for legal purposes, victim. There has to be someone present that you are threatening. Yes. In some way. Be it with a weapon or just I'll kill your whole family if you don't give me all of your CBD oil mm-hmm. and then yeah. I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. And while the, well, the thing is with um, we do a lot of training on robbery scenarios at work yeah. because unfortunately it happens because oh, yeah. we're a smaller store and just retail in general. Yeah. And um, it's a big issue. And like we're trained to comply because they really don't want to kill anybody. No. Because that's going to make this worse than it already is. Most of the time they don't yeah. want to kill you. Yeah. They're just threatening you. But that is not something that you should take lightly. Yeah, no. Because generally they're also under a lot of stress and they will pull the trigger. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, fuck, I didn't mean to kill someone. And then you're dead mm-hmm. and they're in prison for the rest of their life kind of thing. So you yeah. definitely don't want to gamble with your life because no. you don't know no, if this just is... comply. Yeah, like you and don't... And <laughs> understand that you're probably not going to die. Right. And you cannot get fired for allowing someone to take money from you yeah. while they're pointing a gun at you or holding a knife at you. Yeah. And if you do get fired, you can sue that company. But yeah, it definitely has to do with, like, threats and you threatening someone, whether it be with a weapon or with threats. Like, yeah. enough threats is enough to make it robbery. Yeah. The victim must be present in the home, in the business, mm-hmm. and you've threatened something at them. Yeah. Kind of thing. This isn't, I'm stealing a chapstick because it makes me feel alive. <laughs> it makes me feel alive. My ass would get caught. I've never Dude, done that. me too. Like, I, I, I don't one even... one thing when I was very tiny. Uh-huh. My mom used to work at a big department store, and I was in my stroller. I This is so, seared into my brain. <laughs> I was three or four. Oh, my goodness. And I took, like, they, you know how, like, at Macy's or Dillard's or whatever, they have, like, they sometimes have, like, tables, and they've got just, like, stuff. Or even at Kohl's, like, they've got, like, jewelry and, like, stuff just, like, yeah. sitting out. Uh-huh. It wasn't even probably that expensive. It was probably, mm-hmm. like, a $20, $30 necklace or something like that. But I yeah. thought it was cute, and I guess she was talking to somebody, and I just, like, took it and, like, stuck it in my purse. My little, like... yeah bag or whatever and we got out to the car and she was like what and she made me we went back inside and i had to hand it back and say sorry oh my god that happened let me tell you (laughs) i mean probably contributed to my ocd and fear of punishment but Uh also i've never fucking stolen a goddamn thing again (laughs) (laughs) this kid one time ate a payday at our store and then (gasps) hid the wrapper and her mom found out and she came right back in. This wasn't when me and Chastity were working oh! together one night. And Chastity had to go to the other side of the store <laughs> so that she would not die laughing. Because his mom brought her kid in and oh, smacked her no! on the back of the head so hard. And made her look at me and apologize to me that's and pay for it. Yeah, that's what you yeah. should do. Yeah. That's amazing parenting. Yeah. However. <laughs> 
hard to take seriously as a yeah. grown adult working there. Oh my god! <laughs> and I just I had I had such a hard time keeping a straight face because I was like, oh, this bitch is gonna oh, be in so much trouble no. when she goes home. That poor baby. Yeah. But you gotta learn. You gotta teach yeah. early, and that's where mm-hmm. a lot of this comes from. Is from kind of a lack of structure, lack mm-hmm. of supervision. A lot of juvenile delinquents yeah. fall into this cat into the burglary category and then grow up into this category that we're talking about, which is really sad. So I accidentally um, called that kid a bitch. No, it's fine. On tape. It's fine. <laughs> on tape? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, this is tape. tape. <laughs> it's nineteen ninety seven. We're recording tapes in my garage. <laughs> I'm drunk. I'm it's sorry. Fine. It's hilarious. <laughs> we're fine. <laughs> She's not a bitch. We know that. It's the tequila talking. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so again, like I said, um, for example, Chris sneaks up on John, demanding John's money while, pre- plus, blah, blah, while pressing a plastic object into his back, and John gives up his wallet. This would be charged as robbery. Mm-hmm. If Chris used an actual gun or John was injured, the crime would likely be elevated to armed or aggravated robbery, Ooh. which is different and higher up. Yeah. Um, So United States law regarding robbery has its roots in the common law that we inherited from the English legal system. States have now codified the robbery laws in their penal codes. So this actually turns into robbery is usually a state Mm -hmm. crime, um, which I think is good to know. Yeah. Um, And then unless you get into depend, but that is also dependent on the value of what you've stolen and how you've gone about it as to whether or not it becomes a federal crime. Yeah. Um, if you've stolen, I think if, I'm trying to think when it becomes larceny, because larceny. Grand theft auto. Or grand, yeah, or grand <laughs> theft or yeah, whatever the fuck. But it, it, when something, when what you've stolen reaches a certain monetary value, it becomes a, fender, a federal offense. Yeah. Um, stealing mail is also a federal offense. Yeah. You fucker who keeps stealing stamps off my mail. Oh. <gasps> Yeah, that no. happens. You know that, right? I tell no. you. Yeah, girl. Like, I can't mail shit from my house. And I've actually told my family to not, like, mail me checks. Yeah. Or anything like that. My grandparents still do. They still send me money in my cards and shit. And I'm like, you guys, like, it's not safe. We had yeah. packages stolen. Someone stole one of my Blue Apron shipments. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. that. I yeah. remember how pissed you were about that. I was really pissed because they don't repeat recipes. Yeah. And I was really excited about that chicken pasta bake. Mm-hmm. But because I could have gotten four meals out of that shit. Yeah. But I'm really surprised that that happens out here. I put there. It's been every like out here. People have put up cameras and stuff uh-huh. and they've caught. It's been on Facebook. Like my grand, my mother-in-law has like been tracking it or whatever. Oh, wow. Sorry. Did it was you really see gross. The, did but, you see the video of the girl that stole the tip jar from Pelicans? No. Yeah. I'm going to just say this. If you start a sentence with, have you seen the video? The answer's probably no. <laughs> Good, because I've got two more of those sentences coming up later. Cool. Okay. So, no, but like, I'll put, I, like, we don't, I live in the middle of fucking nowhere. The only bill I can pay online, besides my rent, which I just send as a check from the bank to josh's grandfather yeah um the only bill i can pay online out here is my electric bill the gas and water we either have to mail in or i have to go and drop it off at the building oh my god and goodness. now i go and drop it off at the building yeah because i have put it in the pa- anytime i've put it in the mail mm-hmm. it pops up back in the mailbox with a 
with no stamp on the envelope and it says 50 cents please from the mail carrier because she thinks I'm a fucking idiot who doesn't put stamps on my mail because someone has come through here and stolen the stamps off of my fucking mail. What the fuck is even the point of that? I don't know, girl. Prison? I don't know. Like, I'd cut off their hands. I'm so pissed. But anyway, so that's not robbery, but you get what I'm saying. That would be a federal offense, though. Yeah. You can't fuck with the mail. So anyway, long story short. So, um, (laughs) okay, so the laws of each state define robbery in various ways, uh, but the definitions contain the same basic elements. So robbery consists of, one, taking with intent to steal. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like basic. Yeah. It does not belong to you and you have decided to take it Mm -hmm. from its owner. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is. Not only have you offended the law, you've offended God. Money. (laughs) The Lord himself (laughs) will smite you. Um, (laughs) Odin will smite you. Sorry. Phoebe moment. Um, Yeah, no, it's okay. (laughs) Odin will smite you. I love her. Um... (laughs) (laughs) sorry oh god everyone go watch friends it's the best show um so uh whatever it is you've decided to steal it and it doesn't belong to you Mm -hmm. you've taken it without paying for it without Mm -hmm. the consent of its owner yes uh robbery also consists of the property of others yes from them or in their presence Against their will by threat of violence or force, which we've already kind of gone over. So, as can be seen, the element of force sits at the core of robbery. The timing and the force matters, too. For example, if a thief uses violence only when attempting to flee the scene, the charges would include theft or other offenses such as assault, but not necessarily robbery. Yeah. So, it's you walk in, point the gun at your head, and say, I'm going to take all your valuables, where's your PS4 games? kind of thing it's Mm -hmm. not i was in your house while you were gone and i'm taking all of your ps4 games and then you came in while i was here and now i point the gun at you as i point walk out the door that's not robbery does that make sense yeah he wouldn't make it out the door not in this house no i have shotguns (laughs) we live in the country and we don't fuck around Mm -hmm. but (laughs) because my husband's a hunter Mm -hmm. but he's also an mma fighter i'm very safe (laughs) um (laughs) That's not true at all. But I mean, he the, all of the things are true, but that doesn't make me safe. Um, <laughs> those of you who are also true crime fans will understand why. Because mm-hmm. if I'm home alone, you can just, you know, I can't do shit. Yeah. <laughs> if I can find a gun, I can do shit, but we'll see. Um, uh, so the use of threat or force can be slight if a small amount of violence or intimidation is enough to coerce someone to turn over property if, say, the assailant is large and powerful and the victim is slight and slender and elderly, then a robbery has occurred. Yeah. Makes sense? So yeah. it doesn't necessarily have to be a weapon. Like, your body could be the weapon. Oh, yeah. Because you're gigantic and the Hulk and you're robber- robbing a very tiny old lady. Oh, yeah. Kind of thing. That's why I get nervous when I'm at the store by myself and someone big and... Oh, yeah. comes in. I'm like, well, okay. Who then also comes up to the counter and tells you about how they've just been to prison? Yeah. yeah. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah. That happened to me recently. Yeah. Yeah. It's happened to me on several occasions. It's fucking terrifying. Mm-hmm. You're just like, okay, here's your stuff. Bye. 
Um, so while the thief doesn't have to use great force in order to commit a robbery, a certain minimal amount is still required. Yeah. Purse snatching, for instance, requires some resistance by the victim before the theft rises to the level of a robbery. If the robber can remove the purse without any force in excess of what is required to simply take the purse off the victim's person, then a jury may determine that no robbery is taking place. That's a lot of legal jargon, but basically it's the difference between I'm standing in a crowd with a crossover or with a with with like a, a a with my purse and I don't have my hand on it and I'm clapping or not paying attention jumping or whatever and someone just like snips the snips the the strap and and disappears into the night and I don't notice until later yeah. as opposed to someone I have my hand on it and someone get comes up and tries to grab it from me and I am fighting them mm-hmm. and then they pull a switchblade and I let it go yeah or maybe they don't pull a switchblade, but maybe I'm just terrified enough that I just let it go. You see what I'm saying? Because yeah. threat of bodily harm can be enough yeah. to make it robbery. So <laughs> when you go to a big city, ladies mm-hmm. or gentlemen, if you wear a purse, anyone who wears a purse. <laughs> I can't or- believe you have that in your purse. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a purse. It's a knapsack. <laughs> um, any- Guardians of the Galaxy, if anyone's going to be a plagiarism nazi um <laughs> uh if you go to a big city or to big events where you're going to be in a lot of crowds definitely wear something that you can cross across your body mm-hmm. the strap goes across your shoulders and then keep your hand on it that's a big deterrent and at least you can maybe kick them in the balls slash vagina mm-hmm. i'm not going to gender the robber or you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or scream really loud because the crowd will actually beat the shit out of somebody who's doing something like that. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, but if you try to take something from me, you will die first. Oh, seriously? Like, no, that's the thing though is that if they're trying to be sneaky, yeah, and then you go ah and scream or you know do something that draws attention to them, they will run away. Yeah, is the thing. Mm-hmm. So I'll most call of you the a time, motherfucker, and then you will be on the ground. I'm gonna say most of the time. Yeah. Yes, you do get that 1% crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who, like, who likes to watch the world burn. Yeah. And might stab you in a crowd of 100 people, but you never know. So I'm going to go with the 99%. I am not legally li- liable. Yeah. No. We do reserve the right. No. Do not take our word. <laughs> no, don't take my, don't take don't our take, words for don't it. Don't take my advice. I'm not a cop. But just in life that's been my best experiences have been just I, i've traveled a lot and mm-hmm. so you know where th- where your purse across your body not the clutch even though they're cute get the practical bag yeah and be safe if you're overseas get one of those neck wallets and hide it under your clothes keep your per- passport phone <clears throat> id debit card mm-hmm. in that Put your lipstick in the purse. That way you can just be like, okay, have it. And it doesn't matter. Yeah. You can always buy more lipstick. You can't buy a new identity. <laughs> that yeah. shit is crazy <laughs> yeah. to unravel. So, um, okay. So, uh, so states commonly separate robbery into different degrees based on severity of the crime. Um, the second degree robbery can become first degree if the robber be- uses a dangerous weapon, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's a state issue most of the time federal issue if you get into a bigger issue into a a higher monetary value slash guns knives someone is killed that kind of thing yeah 
We are not lawyers. Let me just throw that disclaimer out <laughs> real fast no. in case you didn't notice. We're not lawyers. We're not doctors. No. Nope. We're not cops. We're just two people fascinated by weird shit. Okay, so stealing behaviors are common among youth and adolescent, uh, adolescents and often begin in, in early ages due to a variety of de- developmental behavior and, and social factors. Yeah. Which I'm sure we can all kind of attest to. We've all seen it happen. Um, I'm now moving away from that other article. Um, there are a couple of other places that I pulled more sources from, and you'll yeah. find them on our website. Um, so, oh, real fast. Let me just plug this. Um, if you guys hear us talking about the drive or where we're plugging our sources, we have social media accounts where we do all of that. So, yeah. like, follow us on Instagram if you and Facebook if you want to see... And Twitter, if you want to see our visual aids and that kind of thing. If you hear us talking about the blog, or or it's not the blog. If you hear us talking about the drive, look at pictures on the drive, that kind of thing. Go to our social media, like go to our Facebook, our Instagram, our Twitter. Follow us there and then you you can find all of our visual aids and things like that. If you're looking for our sources, anything like that, right now we have a Tumblr page. Yeah. We have a whole Tumblr blog that we post all of that to. Eventually, we're going to have a really awesome website for you yeah. guys to get to. I can't wait. It's going to be so awesome. Kay Thank showed you. it to me. It's beautiful. <laughs> um, you guys are going to be stoked when you see it. Um, but if you're looking for our sources, you can find them on our Tumblr page. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, sorry. Just wanted to throw that out there real oh, quick. Because no, okay. I wasn't sure if we totally... I know we have our like social media plugs at the end of this, but I wasn't mm-hmm. sure if I completely... If we had completely plugged all of that. Yeah. So... Um, it's, I know it's I always just a love lot. that. Yeah. Yeah. Like with all of our, like all the podcasts that we both listen to mm-hmm. immediately as soon, like as soon as they reference something, some sort of visual element or, oh, look at this picture. Ooh, he's ugly or, oh, yeah. ooh, <laughs> they look like a human anus or, you know, whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, I got to see this motherfucker, you know, yeah. and I immediately get on Instagram or their website or whatever and yeah. I go and find it. So just the thing that sucks that is that happens when I'm driving and then I forget to go look at it. <laughs> Fair, <laughs> fair, but follow us so yeah. that you can see all of our stuff. So um, you'll also get notifications when our, uh, you know, episodes have aired and things like that. But yeah. anyway, so um, so I found this other article that is as recent as 2016. That's mm-hmm. about as recent as I could get with these numbers um, without going super dry. And yeah. this has already been a pretty dry segment. So, um, but um, so this is uh, the, these numbers were posted March 2016 and I'm guessing there haven't been much dif- delineation or, or big big jumps since then because I couldn't find much else. So, yeah. um, so in 2013, the United the University of North Carolina Charlotte conducted a study exploring the motives and mindsets of burglars and robbers. Uh, they performed an unprecedented series of interviews with 400 convicts and the responses they received to their questions were enlightening. Yeah. I did not write any of this. I am pulling <laughs> this 100% from a website Yeah, call about security or something. It was really good. Herringtechnology.com slash news slash the psychology of an armed robbery. Okay. Slash. Slash. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> So what motivates robbery? Um, many people are of the belief that poverty is the primary motivator behind robbery. The desperate need for money in order to support oneself or one's family. Mm-hmm. However, as someone who is married to someone who used to work in asset protection and as someone who has read this article, I can tell you that that's not fucking true. Yeah, no. People steal things they don't need all the time. Mm-hmm. And usually it's 
drug related. So, um, <laughs> the desperate need for money in order to, uh, da, 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 I'm going to cut that because that's not correct. Uh, however, according to the UNC Charlotte study, 51% of robberies were carried out purely in support of drug addictions. Ah, yes. Half. More than half because it's 51%. Yes, because that's how numbers work. Yes. You are correct. That's how <laughs> fractions work. Um, <laughs> so, according to the same study, only thirty-seven percent of robbers were carried off were carried out for financial reasons. Thirty-one, thirty-seven. There's a little gap in the middle there. Would oh. love to know what that is. Probably thrill seekers. Yeah, I would guess. Um, were carried out for financial. That's pure speculation. I don't fucking know. Um, <laughs> I couldn't find anything. Um. And even in these cases, drug habits were often a part of the equation. Because we have a drug problem in this country. Yes. And in the world. I mean, you do you. I hope weed is excluded from that. Probably is. I don't feel like weed people are big into threats. (laughs) No. Robbery. I don't know. So these are all like hard drug. Mm Mm-hmm. Hard drug related. I'm guessing. No, I know. I'm just going to go ahead and say I know. Um, so yeah, because he wrote the article. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> most of the stuff that um, my husband encountered was uh, meth related. Yeah. Because Kentucky. Yeah. And um, <laughs> <laughs> that's where we're at. Yeah. Mm. Uh, mm. Um, <laughs> so meth, whether it be meth, coke, crack, wherever you live, that where the big cheese, <laughs> uh, heroin, whatever the big thing is where you live. Yeah. Um, Usually it's drug related. So, um, okay. So in the remaining fringe, other studies conducted over the years have found that robbers' motivations have ranged from the need to assert their manhood, hashtag toxic masculinity. Ruins the party again. Yes. Um, (laughs) To the desire to prove a point to their wives. Hmm. I'll continue that hashtag. Yeah. Further. Um, (laughs) so how do robbers choose their targets um unc charlotte's study found that unsurprisingly that when selecting a target most robbers were looking for places that were dark light on traffic void of people and most of all far from the police or had only one female working by herself is what i'm gonna add Mm -hmm. to that list yep with a big old glass window at the front that said hey this girl's a fucking loan. Yep. <laughs> Please come in and intimidate her. <laughs> um, Please be a huge weirdo creep. Please. We welcome it. <laughs> yeah, it looks like there's a pizza place connected, but they can't hear shit. Please come in. <laughs> intimidate the fuck out of her. Scare the living shit out of her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Take all of our money. Scare the living shit out of her. Give Ask her, her where the rest is. Yes. Oh, God. She, that guy was such a fucking idiot. He was like, where's the rest? And she picked up the pennies and went... What oh. do you think this is? <laughs> <laughs> You're not robbing Netflix, you dipshit. <laughs> anyway, okay, so... Uh, da, 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 da. Okay. Uh, many participants also admitted that they would be more likely to rob a business that is in a high crime area, mm-hmm. of course. So definitely my advice would be 
wherever you move, wherever you go to, you if you're working retail, that kind of thing. Google mm-hmm. the crime rate. Google, 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 yeah, Google, <laughs> Google the uh, you know the robbery rate, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Make sure you're aware if you're anxious. Mm-hmm. Um, if you you're know. friends with a realtor, have them look up the area that you're moving into or going to work in. Yes. Because they will look up the crime rate for you and can get you and, something very accurate. Yeah, and they have access to, like, real numbers as yeah. opposed to um, numbers written by people who are trying to sell ad space. Yes. Kind of like weather. Mm-hmm. So roughly half of the participants reported targeting people's private homes over businesses. Um, in second place, 31% of the study's participants said they had primarily targeted businesses. So really, businesses aren't really the high point, but it's still up there. Yeah. You know, businesses, big family homes. Really, if it's drug motivated, they're looking for your PlayStation. They're mm-hmm. looking for your Blu-ray player. They're looking for your valuables. Yeah. That kind of thing, because they're looking to sell it. Or they come into Walmart act like they've purchased a va- they grab a vacuum cleaner walk up to the front and say i'd like to return this please mm-hmm. i can't and then tell they get you cash. yeah i can't tell you how many times i had to return stuff for my grandmother who didn't have a receipt oh yeah and that happens many, all yeah. the time and how many times they had to take my driver's license yes and i finally told her i'm like i can't keep doing this if you don't have a receipt like i'm not gonna get in trouble for this shit but yeah, you know they'll they'll scan your seat. You, they'll mm-hmm. they'll take your driver's license so that they have record of you, mm-hmm. and then they'll know if you're jumping around all these places. But yep. Okay, so more numbers. So, mm-hmm. do most robbers plan ahead? Is it premeditated? Is another question that a lot of people ask. So, according to this study, only twelve percent of robbers reported planning their crimes ahead of time. Oh. Which is a little scary, yeah. honestly, because that means it's in the heat of the moment, and that mm-hmm. means they don't have a plan, which means they're likely to panic, which yeah. is why it's important for you to just comply. Yep. You can replace your shit. Insurance will cover your shit. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have renter's insurance, whatever the fuck insurance, if you have, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's it just, it's one of those things. I don't know if you're, of course, if you're down super poor on the ladder, I don't know if it, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know enough. I don't know what happens, but I, I've got a little call to action here in a minute and we'll talk about it. I've got to say, though, State Farm has been incredible about my car. Yeah. So I don't doubt that they would be awesome about that. Right. Uh, and I have USAA. They're yeah. in the same boat. I, that's who I have my renter's insurance through. And I have like valuable property insurance that mm-hmm. covers my, um, that's like, it's like a dollar a month or some yeah. shit, you know, like or two mm-hmm. um that covers you know like my it, it, my playstation i don't really have any jewelry but like playstation and i, I do have a lot of game we have a lot of games we have a lot of collectibles things like that that, I then that covers that's covered for me because i have renter's insurance you have to get valuable property insurance okay and you, you can bundle it okay at least with mine you can okay. bundle all of it. it you can bundle your rental with your car insurance with all of that okay. so and then it, well it that well i bundle mine yeah yeah so uh da, da, da. in fact 41 percent of the study's participants said that their crimes were impulse decisions which is terrifying yeah. to me um while the remainder said that it varied mm-hmm. which is fair yeah um you always have the gray area uh the mashed potatoes in the middle 
<laughs> so to speak. <laughs> um, so, however, despite the seemingly impulsive nature of the crime, 83% of convicts who were interviewed said that they would try to figure out what kind of security measures were in place before carrying out their crimes. Like that couple that came in that was casing. Yeah. While... Uh, what's her face our beautiful cu- wonderful customer who used to work in security then saved my life and was mm-hmm. like by the way they're casing this place do you want me to call the police and i was like yes please <laughs> <laughs> yeah they just kept coming in and st- what um but anyway so most of them also said they would select a different target if it appeared that substantial security measures had been taken mm. which is huge yeah i feel like so what do we do about it let's talk about it you protect your fellow fucking human. Well, there's that. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Um, another thing is if you have a lot of valuable property, as in your house looks like it might be a target. Yeah. Uh, mine doesn't. Knock on wood. <laughs> um, <laughs> apparently my mailbox is a target. But, um, <laughs> you know, make sure you have a good security system. Yeah. It's huge. Um, as soon as we move to a house that we're actually going to buy and keep, we're going to get a security system like that. Yeah. So uh, motion sensor lights, alarms on the doors, um, a dog, parentheses, that you've responsibly trained and can responsibly care for. Yes. Not a dog that you've chained up in the back and hope will protect you. That's not how this fucking works. No. It has to love you before yeah. you can. it can protect you. You have you, to be nice to the dog. Yes. And you also have to train the dog properly so that it doesn't view like a small child as a threat versus an actual fucking robber. Yeah. <laughs> Just to clarify real quick. <laughs> We have a whole Pitbull episode that we're going to do in the yeah. f- in the near future that I'm really excited about. But Oh, shit. He's taking all the stuff. They should get a guard dog. I know, right? <laughs> oh, man. I'm glad we got our shit in here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Bet you went to the guard dog. <laughs> you got your bed. You got your shit. All right. Yeah, good. Oh, man. They're taking everything. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin Hart. <laughs> He's amazing. Okay. So, uh, but most importantly, the biggest thing is that we need to make sure we take it seriously because I've got a lot of numbers here, but these are only taken from the percentage of the crimes that were actually um, reported. Mm -hmm. And there were a lot of stats I came across that I'm not going to get into, but the numbers were high. I will tell you that. Um, Where, I mean, like as in 45% weren't reported oh my god kind of thing so the biggest issue is that we you you guys need to know that this is a gateway drug not it's a gateway drug to more crime yeah is what it is and it's not like how people view pot as a gateway drug to heroin no it's proven this is statistically proven yeah that it's a gateway crime to more violent crime because it already involves violence. Yes. Is the thing. And when we do a burglary episode, which we need to put on the list, um, when we do a burglary episode, we'll talk about that and how that then leads to robbery. Mm-hmm. But 
in this specific instance, it's already gone violent. And so it's already there. You know what I'm saying? That then leads to bigger things like rape, murder, torture, all that kind of stuff that gets really crazy and scary. Yeah. Um, so the biggest thing that I want to tell you guys is to report these crimes. Report these crimes to the police whether you believe the person will be caught or not. Whether you think it's family or not. Whether you think it's a friend or not. Mm-hmm. Friend in heavy sarcastic quotes. Yeah. You are not helping this person by leaving the cops out of it. No. You're not helping them. Call the police when you get in a wreck. Call the police when someone tries to steal from you. Call the police. Yes. If you feel uncomfortable. You're not helping them. My parents bought a house Mm -hmm. recently in the last two years. It's a beautiful house, but it was from a single mom who was a divorcee who was um, cleaning other people's houses in the neighborhood to make a little extra money on top of her alimony, blah, 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 blah. I don't know the entire situation, severity of her situation, but it turned out that she was actually stealing prescription medication oh of course from the people that whose houses she were she was cleaning and no one reported it no one reported it because they didn't want her to get in trouble yeah because they didn't think that would help her situation yeah and then she overdosed and died of course and then and as an avid fan of true crime i was like if someone had reported it maybe her life could have been saved and maybe she yeah maybe she would have gone to jail for a misdemeanor yeah. Or 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 maybe it would have been drug tri- drunk crimes. I don't know. But her but being in jail would be better than her being that dead. That would be better than her committing suicide. Yeah. Completing suicide. I'm so sorry. That would be better than her completing suicide or better than her being dead in yeah. general. Maybe she could have gotten some help. Maybe she would have gone to jail for a few days and it would have been a wake-up call. Mm-hmm. Maybe she would have gone to jail for a few days and someone would have reached out to her and said, hey, here, let me help you. Yeah. Something like that. Something. And, you know, when we get into robbery, it does get a little violent and it does get a little crazy. And that's even more reason to make sure you report that shit. Yes. You're not helping the person by not reporting it. Ever. Um, You're not making it go away. Mm-hmm. And so then that's where we cross into, um, <laughs> yeah, so I, this is what I wrote. This is all my writing now, mm-hmm. by the way. So so since this is widely seen as a gateway crime, it's important that this behavior is taken seriously and the perpetrator receives the help that they need. Yes. Um, it's also important to recognize that survivors slash victims of robbery get the support and help that they need as well. Um, so PTSD and anxiety can result from the trauma associated with this type of crime because you've been threatened. Um, and so just, I just, we just want to reach out and say, if you have been a victim or if you are a survivor of this type of crime, don't be ashamed to get some help. Yeah. Um, there is absolutely no need to suffer through, there, there's no need to suffer through when your mental quality of life is at stake. Yeah, no. Um, I did that too long and it put me in a really dark place. Exactly. It can get really bad. You could be the person that completes suicide and no one wants that. Yeah, I no. promise you. Because we're our own universe, as we've talked about. You are not just you, even though you feel like you're just you when you're depressed. Mm-hmm. You, your friends, your family, there are everyone has someone who loves them. And so just keep that in mind and take care of yourself. Your mental health is more important than your physical health sometimes. Yeah. Um, so, And one begets the other a lot of the time. So you may or may not need medication. 
So you definitely want to make sure you seek out a psychiatrist. So you want to see somebody in this kind of thing because it's actual trauma. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure you see someone who has the potential to give you medication if that's what you need. Therapists can't. You want to see a psychiatrist, Mm -hmm. not your GP. (laughs) (laughs) Your GP doesn't know how to deal with it. They, they, They try and they do their best, but you need to see as actual psychiatrist, get yourself on some medication and then reach out to therapy so that you can learn some tools. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you can't afford to see the psychiatrist regularly because they are very expensive, reach out, go to Talkspace. If you want that online thing, just so you can learn some tools and have some 24-hour support, Mm -hmm. go there. If you want to go the personal in-person therapy route, Psychology Today has plenty of um, resources where you can type in your zip code and find uh, lots of doctors in your your and therapists in your area. Yeah, there there are plenty of resources that are free, Plenty that are very low cost, plenty that are high cost, if that's your jam. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there's the crisis text line, which yes. you can get pretty much anywhere and it's free. And there are crisis lines that are set up in different states. I know there's one in Kentucky. There's plenty that are just a Google mm-hmm. away, just an Instagram away even. Mm-hmm. So definitely don't be afraid to get help. Yeah. Because you're worth it. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, you're like not a monster and shit (laughs) all right i'm done all right (laughs) that was long because we talked about a lot of shit that i'm gonna cut out but (laughs) (laughs) well um first off i'm gonna start with some kind of light stuff um there have been some really interesting videos that have come out in the past few years where um robberies have taken place and it has happened to have been caught on film which is really interesting and like there's one that's more funny and because it's just it's wonderful because this girl she's got her Starbucks in one hand and she has her phone in the other and mm-hmm. like she's walking and she's not paying attention to where she is and like she's texting on her phone and someone comes by and just takes her phone out of her oh, hand fuck. and start and starts running and she do not test a white bitch that has just had her <laughs> iPhone stolen while she's holding Starbucks. Well, she's got caffeine. Yeah. <laughs> Because this bitch threw her fucking Starbucks at this guy and tackled him and got her phone back. Nice! <laughs> so win yes, for this bitch. Yes, queen! And I... And I bet that shit was hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll have a non-fed extra hot latte. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I actually have a friend who... Um, I think he... There was this guy that had done something weird in the car in front of them, and, like, he got out, and he went and checked on him. And, like, he he's gay, so he's got a very effeminate voice. And <laughs> yeah. he... Uh, or, well, that that doesn't mean that you're gay, even if, like, you're not gay and you have an effeminate We got it, gay. It's fine. Voice, <laughs> um, so he goes up to the car, and he's, like, asking the guy if he's okay. And the guy said something and called him a bitch. And my friend had Starbucks in his hand. And he said, bitch... Bitch, <laughs> I'll show you, bitch, <laughs> and threw his Starbucks at yes. this guy's face and got it all on his face, all in his car, and then walked off and drove away. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. But anyway. Again, that hashtag was, toxic masculinity. Yeah. Have you drank your drink? It's on the shelf. It Most of it's gone. Okay. Mine's gone. <laughs> and I think I might need another one. Okay. So. Um, well, let me talk about one more thing and then yeah, you can you're go good. get it. Okay, cool. And 
um, when we were talking about this episode, I was going to do an episode on the guy um, that got robbed at Jimmy John's a little over two years ago now. Where we live? Um, not where we live. It it was just, it just went viral. Oh, okay. Um, and like, <laughs> so Kay um, would know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm old and live in a hole. No, it's okay. So. <laughs> um, so um, I I kept like seeing this video and I was like, that's really interesting. So I was doing some research on it, mm-hmm. and the guy that robbed him had had twelve counts. Of different robberies that he had done. They're always repeat offenders. Mm -hmm. It's really scary. Yeah. And like, you know, he's standing there and he starts ordering and then he just pulls out a gun and puts it in this guy's face. Give me my turkey tom (laughs) and my salt and vinegar chips, bitch. Yeah. He puts (laughs) it right in his face and this guy that was getting robbed had just put on gloves to go make this guy a sandwich. And like he, you see this glare on his face like i just put on these gloves and i'm gonna have to take them off because you being a bitch (laughs) so like he just ever so slowly pulls off his gloves and throws them away and picks up the cash drawer and sets it on the counter Mm -hmm. and starts taking money out like i'm i'm done with this shit okay like (laughs) and i was about to make you a sandwich yeah because i'm nice and it's my job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you, he, I watched a video that TMZ um, took of him. And he, he said, well, this guy was ordering something stupid like a Slim. And then like just kept talking. He's like, and I, when the police told me that he had robbed 12 o- other people, I was surprised because this was Patheticville. And he, <laughs> he said, you know, he was just ordering something dumb. And then he pulled out a gun and robbed me like a bitch. <laughs> It's like, I love this guy. <laughs> Being a bitch. Drinking from cups. Who do you think you are? <laughs> Sorry. Robbed that's me from like a, a bitch. That's, that's from a YouTube video of a guy who was on shrooms. Oh. And some guy like animated him with a gecko <laughs> or something. Uh-huh. I'll have to send you the link. It's okay. really funny. All right. <laughs> well, Being go get bitch. your drink because we're about to talk about murders. Drinking from cups. <laughs> All right. So, do you have any guesses as to what I'm talking about today? No, I have none. None? Literally none. Awesome. I, no. Yeah. Okay. I'm so excited. Okay. Please tell me everything. Okay. So, I am talking about the Cheshire, Connecticut home invasion murders. (gasps) Yeah. (laughs) I'm quivering. I know. I was so excited when I found this because I I remember listening to a couple of episodes on it, but I had forgotten it. So, uh yeah, I know I've heard Georgia talk about this. I know it, (laughs) but I don't remember any of the details. So I'm really excited. Oh my god! Yeah, gladly I didn't either. I am taking all of this from Wikipedia. Sweet. So. And we have donated, so it's fine. Yeah. I know as much about this as Wikipedia does. Everybody go and donate $2 to Wikipedia right now. Yeah. Because if everybody donated $2, they could, like, continue to bring us all information for, like, the next 20 to 30 fucking hundred years. Yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> just everybody go donate. Yeah. $2, you won't miss it. It's your vending machine money. Yeah. So, first, what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about the victims of this yes. case. Because they need to be talked about first. So the first, um, I'll and I'm just reading this word for word and we'll talk. Yeah. 
So, um, Jennifer Hoppe. <laughs> Isn't that what we always <laughs> yeah. do? <laughs> <laughs> Why is anyone shocked 19 no one's episodes shocked. in? No, okay. one's, no one's shocked. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, Jennifer Hawk Petit was born on September 26, 1958, and she was a nurse and co-director of the Health Center at Cheshire Academy, a private boarding school. She met her husband, William Petit, in 1985 on a pediatric rotation at Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh when he was a third-year medical student at the University of Pittsburgh, and she was a new nurse. Okay, so both of them had medical backgrounds. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Okay. So, did he end up, was he a doctor? Yes. Eventually, mm -hmm. and and she was a nurse? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And um, the opposite can happen. Yeah. Just to throw that out there for (laughs) everyone who's going to jump on and be like, meh. (laughs) (laughs) what year was this um this happened in 2007 the event Mm -hmm. the crime yeah in 2007 Mm -hmm. oh shit i was graduating high school oh wow because i'm very very old (laughs) i didn't start high school until 2011 (laughs) (laughs) oh goodness so they're Karen and George are 10 years apart, right? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Um, Just going to like channel their vibe. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, Their eldest daughter, Haley, uh, she was born on October 15th, 1989, had just graduated from Miss Porter School and was scheduled to attend Dartmouth College. (gasps) She's my age. Yeah. If she was born in 1989, she's my age. She had been an active fundraiser. she had been an active fundraiser for multiple sclerosis, re- multiple sclerosis, MS. Yeah. yeah, MS research, following Jennifer's diagnosis with that disease. Oh. So Jennifer had just been diagnosed with this and was no longer working at this time. Is that the mom? Yeah. Okay. Um, do- it, are you talking about her daughter? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm just making sure I'm followed. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I've had a lot of liquor. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and then they had a younger daughter, Michaela. She was born... November 17th, 1995. She, That's my brother's age. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm identifying horde. <laughs> okay. Um, so they're seven years apart. Yeah. <laughs> she attended, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> she attended the Chase Collegiate School before her death. Spoiler alert. Jesus. Yeah. Well, okay. I did say murders. I know. Um, William Petit, the sole survivor of the home invasion, is an endocrinologist in Cheshire. He survived when he escaped via a direct external exit from the basement despite his injuries. He has not returned to his medical practice since the murder, stating his desire to be active in the foundation set up to honor the memory of his deceased family. Oh my God, that's beautiful. Yeah. He um, contemplated... So the dad is the only one who survived this? Mm-hmm. So this is a Romeo and Juliet thing, what you've done. What sh- You know that Shakespeare tells you the ending of the play yeah at the beginning of the play yeah so what you've done here is, <laughs> is you, emulated great shakespeare is, himself emulated the bard <laughs> and we all know what a fucking bummer this is about to be so cheers yes. let's yes. continue that's why i said go get a drink <laughs> yes i'm excited um he con- not excited for people's death i'm excited to continue my drink and hear this Awful fucked story. up story <laughs> yeah it is bad oh no and um i will put some trigger warnings up here um the youngest daughter did um go through a sexual assault during oh, this no um i probably won't get too into the so details this is where we get into armed and aggravated 
Mm-hmm. This is the highest level of robbery yes. that you can get this into. This is the worst. This is murder. This is this is the bad. This is what things can escalate to. Yes, is what I'll say. Mm-hmm. Then okay. Yeah. If people aren't reported, mm-hmm. and the thing is that, like, sorry, I know I'm totally derailing you here, but like, the thing is that. They can't charge people for things that haven't been reported. I mean, they can if they confess, but like mm-hmm. if they can't find the pattern of their crimes, like the reason the Golden State Killer is getting all of these charges mm-hmm. is because people reported that shit. Yeah. And think about, look at the volume of the things that people reported for him and then think about the stuff that wasn't reported. Oh, yeah. Because if someone was doing that high of crime, think it, it's always like 70-30 or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? Of, like, 30% gets reported and 70% people just keep silent. Yeah. Because they're terrified of what, of repercussions kind of thing. You have to report everything. Yeah. You can report, you, you can report it anonymously is the thing, mm-hmm. too. Of like, this is the modus, this is the MO, this is what happened. I'm not pressing charges because I'm terrified for my life. And I'm not telling you where I'm located, but this is what happened. Yeah. Just to get it out there. Mm-hmm. At least so that a report will be filed so that they can see patterns. Yeah. It's important for the safety of others. Yeah. Sorry. Report. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, he contemplated running for Congress as a Republican, but later decided against it. Good. And the following elections. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um, we're, we're not Republicans. <laughs> I'm not either because, you know, like I hate labels. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm the worst. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. No, I'm a Democrat. It's fine. (laughs) In the following election cycle, he successfully campaigned for the Connecticut General Assembly and now serves as a state representative. Nice. Yeah. So, hopefully, he is... Hopefully, he's not one of those weird abortion people. Yeah. I I wouldn't think that he would be after this. Um, Okay. So... So, uh, the Cheshire, Connecticut home invasion murders occurred on July 23rd, 2017. Um, during a home invasion in Cheshire, Connecticut, Jennifer Hawk Petit and her 11-year-old daughter were raped and both were murdered, <gasps> as was her 17-year-old daughter. So, all of them. hmm Except for the dad. Yeah. Oh, no! Yeah. Oh, my God, that's awful. Her husband, Dr. William Petit, was severely injured. The Hartford Courant referred to the case as possible. Hartford what? Courant. C-O-U-R-A-N-T. C-O-U-R-A-N-T. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is that a paper? Uh-huh. Okay. Referred to the case as possibly the most widely publicized crime in the state's history. Yeah, I mean, this is a big one. I just have blocked it mm-hmm. from memory. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it's, it's horrific. Yeah. <laughs> um, in 2010, Stephen Hayes was convicted of the murders and sentenced to death. His accomplice, Joshua Kamis Jarveski. Yes. Kamis Jarveski. Sure. Uh, was yep. found guilty on October 13th, 2011, <laughs> and sentenced to death on January 27th, 2012. In August 2015, the Connecticut Supreme oh, Court... Shit, def- this is a death penalty case? Yeah. In defiance of the state legislature, which had abolished the death penalty only for future cases, ruled that the death penalty was unconstitutional and commuted all death sentences to life in prison, even if that sentencing took place prior to the date the te- death penalty was abolished. Without parole? Mm-hmm. Okay. They're they're still alive, but in prison. Life without parole. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I think I'm like, 
essentially opposed to the death penalty. Mm-hmm. You know, but of course it is case by case. Yeah. I think I'm like essentially opposed just because there is always the possibility that you could catch the wrong person. Yeah. Um, but sometimes like, and I'm guessing in cases like this mm-hmm. where the evidence is very overwhelming. Yeah. Or, you know, cases like Ted Bundy or Dahmer or whoever the fuck. Gacy, those kinds of people. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, yeah, this person doesn't need to be alive. Yeah, no. Anymore. (laughs) This person can't exist in our universe. Yeah. (laughs) Anymore. Yeah. So um, here's a little bit of background. Um, Late in the afternoon of Sunday, July 22nd, 2007, 48-year-old Jennifer um, and her 11-year-old daughter, Michaela, went to a local grocery store in Cheshire. Uh, They picked up food for Jennifer's pre-birthday meal that Michaela planned to prepare for her. That's fucking depressing. Yeah. It's so cute. I bet it was going to be so fun. I know. Oh, no. During their trip to the grocery store, they attracted the attention of Joshua, who followed them home. Joshua was the accomplice. This is starting to come back to me. Okay. Yeah. Well, don't let it come back too much. Because no, 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 I still no, want to no. surprise I'm, you a no, little bit. Yeah, no, you're gonna you're going to. It's just yeah. it's gonna be recovered memory. <laughs> um more than surprise. Yeah. <laughs> so uh shortly afterwards, Stephen Hayes sent a text message to Jos- Joseph that read, I'm chomping at the bit to get started. Need a margarita soon. Hayes then texted. Gross. Don't you taint our cocktail. I know. You piece of shit human being. (laughs) That's our cocktail. Mine. Okay, we're officially switching to mojitos. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) I have a giant mint plant outside. (laughs) All righty. So Hayes then texted, we still on? And And Joshua said yes. Hayes is... Next text asked soon, to which he replied, I'm putting the kid to bed. Hold your horses. Hayes replied, dude, the horses want to get loose. LOL. Like his own child? Um, I'm putting the kid to bed? I, I don't know. Those are just the text messages that they found that are in reference to this. This is all code, I think. This is disgusting. Yeah. So, um. They're gross. Yes. So, here's the home invasion. Mm. Um, home invasion is so fucking scary. I know. Like, people... Okay. People shit on that movie, The Strangers. Mm-hmm. Or, well, not a lot of people shit on The Strangers. But you know what I'm saying? Like, people shit on movies that portray home invasion about them being campy or whatever. Like, look at being in that actual situation. Mm-hmm. Have empathy for a second. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah. You are laying on your couch watching Netflix in your fucking underwear... Or whatever, you know, cuddling yeah. with your puppy or your significant other or your, your roommate or whatever the fuck. Like, mm-hmm. j- you know, just having your night and then someone interrupts that. Yeah. But with popping out of your kitchen. Exactly. Like daisies. <laughs> yeah. Like, just. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see those hunts? They just popped out of the snow. <laughs> like daisies. Sorry. I love that movie. Anyway, <laughs> they're making a live action one. Uh, Mulan. Oh, Can't wait. <laughs> anyway. Of course, sorry. Of course, my Disney princesses are the ones wearing pants uh-huh. who are not a prize to be won, cross dressers, and um, Shakespeare. Yeah. <laughs> so the Lion King. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I mean, like, there were signs. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, okay. I can't handle it, Kay. <laughs> well, you're going to have to I let me because I have to get home at some point. I know. Okay. So according to Hayes' confession, the two men had planned to rob the petite house under cover of darkness, leaving the family bound out, but bound, but otherwise unharmed. Hayes attributed the grisly outcome to a change of plan. Upon their arrival... It and their, always is. That yeah. is what my numbers said. Yeah. Um, upon their arrival in the early hours of July 23rd, they found William sleeping on the couch on the porch. Um, <gasps> I do know this one. Yeah. Uh, Joseph struck William on the head with the baseball bat found in the yard and then tied him up at gunpoint in the basement. The oh my children God. and their He couldn't do anything. No. The children and their mother were then bound and locked in their respective rooms. Hayes said that he and Joseph were not satisfied with their haul and that a bank book was found which showed an available balance. Yeah. Um, a gas station's video surveillance shows Hayes purchasing $10 worth of gasoline and two cans he had taken from the petite home. After returning to the house and unloading the gas, he took Jennifer to the bank. The prosecution later he claimed... He filled gas cans? Yeah. Um, the pros- well, that's fucking premeditated. Mm-hmm. And hey, ominous they lit, shit. They lit the house on fire. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I hate it. I hate it. Yes. Um, so, bank surveillance cameras captured the transaction, which... T- or, whoa. Whoa. Sorry. Um, <laughs> whoa. Yeah. <Caution>. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my place. Um, after returning to the home and... Uh, unloading the gas he took jennifer to the bank the prosecution later claimed that this was evidence of premeditated murder hayes convinced jennifer to withdraw fifteen thousand dollars from her line of credit when the bank opened bank surveillance cameras captured the transaction which shows jennifer um, on the morning of july 23rd as she informed the teller of her situation the bank manager yeah, i was then, gonna say didn't she tell the teller yeah yeah she told somebody who then oh uh, well let me get no. to it <laughs> Uh, the bank manager then called 911 and reported the details to police while Jennifer was still with the teller. The manager reported to the 911 dispatcher in real time as Jennifer left the bank and was picked up by Hayes, describing his clothing as he drove away with her. The manager stated that Jennifer had indicated the assailants were being nice and she believed they only wanted money. So she was complying. Yeah. She was doing everything right. Yeah. It's so scary because you can do everything right and it still be fucked. Yeah. Sometimes you're fucked either way. It's just, ugh. Yeah. It's so tragic. Yeah. The Cheshire Police response to the bank's report began with assessing the situation and setting up a vehicle perimeter without revealing their presence. I mean, like, that's smart. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) During this time, Hayes and uh, Joseph escalated the aggravated nature of their crimes. Uh, Joseph sexually assaulted the 11-year-old. Oh, no! Yeah. Um, okay. He uh, he performed oral sex on her and then ejaculated on her stomach. Oh, gross. Actions what? he later admitted to during his interrogation. He also sodomized her as the semen was found in an anal swab that was taken during her um, autopsy by state medical examiner Dr. Wayne Carver. Holy fucking shit. Yeah. Okay, so this guy was a monster. Yeah. A horrible monster. Yeah. The worst fucking kind of monster. So they were shopping, and this little girl attracted his attention, and he said, I gotta get me some of that. Yeah. I'm chomping at the bit. Mm-hmm. Gross. Yeah. See why you gotta um, take this shit seriously? Mm-hmm. You guys... 
Report everything. Report everything. Talk to the sketch artist. Because yes. there's no way this was their first fucking crime. No. There's no way. absolutely no way. This is two nuts. I'm, I'm remembering this. I'm remembering every bit of this case now. This is two nuts. Mm-hmm. This is... You don't okay. go zero to 60 from being just normal dude watering his lawn to being a fucking pedophile rapist, yeah. robber, murderer, by fire. Like, mm-hmm. no yeah. one, no one does that shit. Yeah. No. Um, so. Oh, that's so disgusting. Yeah. Joseph, who had photographed the sexual assault, assault of the girl on his cell phone. Of course he fucking did. Let's yeah. Instagram it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Perfect For- Instagram moment. I'm going to go throw up. Yeah. In the bathroom real fast. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> oh, I'm no. I'm not laughing at rape. I'm so sorry. I just can't. It's so uncomfortable. Oh, it gets worse. I forgot this. Um, Don't do too much detail then. Yeah. Well, no. It just... It, there's not a whole lot of detail. It just... Okay. It got worse. Um, Joseph, who had photographed it, uh, then allegedly provoked Hayes into raping Jennifer. Oh, my God. Um, Season three of Broadchurch. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Okay, so while Hayes was raping her on the floor of the living room, Joseph entered the room and announced that William Petit had escaped. Hayes then <gasps> strangled Jennifer and doused her lifeless body in parts of the house, including the daughters' rooms, with gasoline. Of course the dad escaped, because they were too busy getting their dicks wet. Yeah. I could. I can't imagine. I can't handle their nonsense. They're well, I can't of, imagine William's state bun- of mind. <sighs> There's just a fu- bunch of fucking idiots. Yeah. And the the robbers. Yeah. Not the dad. This none of this no, is the dad's no, no, fault. No, no. We are not victim blaming anybody. Mm. Because no, I, I'm sure so many people tormented him, and that's so sad. Yeah. Because he's a man that oh, you should have been able to protect your women. Mm-hmm. Bull fucking shit. Yeah. You shouldn't you shouldn't have to protect anybody from this because nobody should be doing this. No. No. Absolutely not. This should be fucking fiction. Absolutely. And even then that's a fucking stretch. It's awful. This this like um, I can't believe this isn't a movie. This is worse than like a saw movie. I know. Me. I know. Um okay, so let's see here. Um Hayes then strangled Jennifer and doused her lifeless body in parts of the house, including the daughters' rooms with gasoline. While tied, strangled her. Yeah, yeah. Okay, this guy was fucked. Mm -hmm. It takes everyone that talks, like every murderer, every heavy hitter that's that's been a strangler, has Uh talked about how it's not like the movies and how that is like such an intensely personal and hard thing to do. Yeah, he raped her and strangled her. Yeah fuck yeah i'm um, gonna drink the rest of this okay <laughs> <laughs> while tied to their beds both daughters were um doused with gasoline and had their he- heads covered with pillowcases mm. a fire was started that speaks to something yeah covering faces says something yeah which we'll get into in a different episode but mm-hmm. that is very interesting psychologically speaking yeah A fire was started, and Hayes and Joseph fled the scene. Haley and Michaela both died of smoke inhalation. Haley managed to escape her restraints and run out of her bedroom and into the hallway where she collapsed and died. Baby girl. Her body was found at the top of the staircase. Michaela's body was found in her bedroom. She was still in her bed, her hands tied to it, and her lower body hanging off of it. Oh, fuck me. 
They both tried so hard. They did. No, you can't fire. You can't fucking fight fire. No. Is the issue. Um, William Petit. I mean, that's why they say fight fire with fire. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't. She didn't have any fire. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) To fight the fire with. Carrie's beyond drunk. I'm trying to make it funny. This is a comedy podcast. I know. (laughs) And this is fucked. It is fucked. (laughs) It's so fucked. It's so sad. It's a defense mechanism. Yeah, I know. Humor is a defense mechanism. I know. I use it too. Ugh. My therapist isn't proud of that. You know what? She can suck it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, William Petit had been able to free himself, escape his confines, and call to a neighbor for help. The neighbor indicated that he did not recognize Petit due due to the severity of his injuries. Mm -hmm. In court testimony, William Petit stated that he felt a jolt of adrenaline coupled with a need to escape upon hearing one of the perpetrators say, don't worry, it's going to be all over in a couple of minutes. Oh, fuck me. Yeah. He didn't have time. No. To help anybody else. Your instincts take over and you yeah. can't do anything about it. No. Is the thing. The, and that like lizard been, brain just yeah. takes over and you're just like. Bah! Yeah. And, and when you've been beaten so badly with a bat that no one can recognize you. That's huge. And you can still manage to get away and not die. You're not thinking about anything except your yeah. own survival because that animal instinct takes over. And yeah. you can't. You can't. Mm-hmm. You can't branch out. It's not like a fucking movie where the hero then swoops in and, and sacrifices himself kind of thing. It, yeah. That's not how shit happens in real life. If it does, that's the exception. Yeah. Oh, my God. That poor man. Yeah. That poor, poor man. Yeah. Petit then told the jury, I thought it's now or never because in my mind at that point, I thought they were going to shoot all of us. <sighs> Which would have been kinder. Yeah. Um... Hayes and Joseph fled the scene in the Petit family car. They were immediately spotted by police surveillance, pursued, and arrested one block away. Wait a second. Uh Uh-huh. Earlier you said that the bank teller called the police Mm -hmm. and they created a perimeter around the house Mm -hmm. that was undetectable. Mm -hmm. So, like, by the way, we're on the side of cops. Yeah. And, like, the law. But they... I I think I remember Georgia um, saying that they didn't like go into the house. They because, were afraid of making it worse. Yeah. And then this happened. Yeah. This is such a fucking clusterfuck. Yeah. Um It well, also speaks to a I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But I don't know they what were, you would do. Yeah. They were immediately arrested one block away. Uh, the whole invasion lasted seven hours. At least they were immediately caught. Yeah. Uh, the, seven hours. Mm-hmm. God, that's long. Yep. The scenario was revealed in a confession by Hayes just hours after the killings. Detectives, Is that the one who was forced to rape the person? He was forced to rape the mom. That, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's see here. Detectives testified that Hayes smelled strongly of gasoline throughout the interrogation. Each perpetrator blamed or implicated the other as the mastermind and driving force behind the spree. There were even attempts to blame William Petit as an accomplice. So this wasn't clear. This clearly is one of those things where it was an impulse. Yeah. Like it wasn't premeditated. They didn't case it. Nothing. He saw the 11 year old said, let's rob these people. Mm hmm. And then it ensued. Yeah. All of this speaks to some sort of like lack of planning ahead and just like, let's get this done and then fucking. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Ugh. 
Which lines up perfectly with all of the things I said earlier. Yeah. <laughs> um, Which is scary. <laughs> let's see here. Oh, um, it's so scary. Oh, and this was really sad. This is the last part of the invasion section. Um, Joseph later kept a diary entered into evidence in which he chose to call Petit a coward and claimed that he could have stopped the murders that <gasps> he went to. Bull fucking shit. Yeah. He should 100% be getting the death penalty. I have no sympathy for him at all. What a dick. Yeah. Um, what was he supposed to do? You t- you beat him with a bat and then tied him up. And he's a fucking doctor. He's not Rambo, for yeah. fuck's sake. He's not Doctor Strange. He doesn't have magic. Yeah. In addition to his medical knowledge. Like, what? What are you? Ugh. See, feminine is for, feminism is for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> No. Oh, apparently. Your gender does not matter in this situation. You cannot, people can't protect the people they love in this way. Like, it's not, it's a surprise and you're not prepared and you've been whacked in the face with a bat and beaten and tied up. What are you supposed to fucking do? Yeah. Um, yeah, so these guys had children. Oh, God. Yeah, um. Those poor babies. Yeah, Hayes had, uh, one son and one daughter. Um, and then Joshua, who raped the 11-year-old, had one daughter. That's terrifying. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so the perpetrators, just a little bit about them. Um, Stephen J. Hayes um, was born on May 30th, 1963 in Homestead, Florida. Um, he was found guilty on 16 of 17 counts related to the home invasion Um on October 5th, 2010. On November 8th, 2010, the jury returned with a recommendation for him to be executed. He was formally sentenced to death by Superior Court Judge Judge um, John C. Blue on December 2nd, 2010. Because whether you were a rapist or not at the beginning... You were one. You were end. complicit and mm-hmm. you did this. Yeah. Um, Hayes is an inmate of the Connecticut Department of Correction. His criminal history shows him sentenced for his first offense at the age of 16. See? Mm-hmm. Juveniles, they start when they're young, and it escalates. Yep. Every single time. Uh, subsequent to sentencing for the Petite murders and up until August 16th, 2016. Almost every single time. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> when he was transferred to a correctional facility in Pennsylvania as part of an interstate corrections compact. Um, he was incarcerated in the Northern Correctional Institution, which houses the state's death row for men in Summers, Connecticut, um, or in Summers, Connecticut. The method of execution employed by Connecticut was lethal injection, and the state execution chamber was located in the Osborne Correctional Institution in Summers. The sentence became an automatic life sentence when the Connecticut abolished, or when Connecticut abolished the death penalty in 2015. So he's still alive. Yeah, they, are they both, both are. both still alive? Mm-hmm. Okay. So they got rid of the death penalty and they're both still alive. But yeah. they got life in prison without life, parole? Yeah, life in prison without parole. That's the important clause? Yeah. Because we all know what happens to people who get life in prison. Life in, life in prison with parole, they get out in like five seconds. Yeah. So, um, so Joshua was Hayes' co-conspirator in the home invasion of murders. Um, he was born on August 10th, 1980 uh, to a 16-year-old girl impregnate, impregnated by a 20-year-old mechanic and was adopted by Benedict Komisarjewski. Uh, Com- Jar- Which, you know what? Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yeah. Like, that's not a shameful story at all. Yeah, no. <sighs> um, the son of theatrical director Theodore 
whatever i'm gonna put this name on our stuff i can't <laughs> fucking say it um it, they, <laughs> yeah um they, yeah yeah um he remained incarcerated at the walker reception center in lieu of a 15 million dollar bond wait until his conviction wait a minute oh wait okay. uh-huh. the the perpet- this is the guy who did the crime we just talked about yes okay sorry it's okay do we uh, know anything about his home life or no oh weird yeah okay well i mean and also i didn't look he was adopted yeah he was adopted fuck um his trial began on september 19th 2011 and october 13th 2011 he was convicted on all 17 counts on December 9th, 2011, the jury recommended the death penalty. On January 27th, uh, 2012, Judge John Blue sentenced um, him to death by le- lethal injection. His then, sentence, of course, we know. Yeah, yeah. Also became an automatic life sentence. Right. At least we know they're not getting out. Yeah. No but, parole. As of August 16th, 2016, both Hayes and Joseph were transferred to separate prison facilities in pennsylvania to serve their sentences good according to connecticut state prison officials the transfer was done as part of an part of an interstate corrections compact due to reasons for training to you know safety what? And security. that should happen fucking anyway mm-hmm. if you are conspiring in a crime you don't get to be in the same fucking prison nope because then you'll try to get out together and you can draw straws to figure out who gets to be in the prison in the same city as their fucking family i don't yep. give a shit about you like oh my god <laughs> these people suck yeah but that is the story of the cheshire connecticut home invasion murders Ooh. and i hope you guys saw how it can escalate and more than likely their shit was not reported beforehand yeah and so they weren't caught before they exacted this horrific murder on people mm-hmm. and then those poor cops were in this awful gray state yeah where they couldn't figure you don't know yeah you don't know what'll make it worse because it's a hostage situation at that point Mm -hmm. and then it's okay so do we call them do we let them know we're here will that make it worse like oh that's awful and that the poor father Mm mm-hmm and you know what? He gets to be on wine and pills. <laughs> for the rest of his life. Yes. That's fine. <laughs> for the rest like. of forever. And he never has to be a doctor again. And he can just like collect disability and do whatever the fuck he wants. Just continuing to breathe is enough for him. Yeah. Oh my God. And anyone who gives him shit is a huge asshole. Yeah. Because none of us know how we would react in that situation until no. we were in that situation. Also, this is a comedy podcast, so, um, sorry. And <laughs> it's time for a game. <laughs> oh, it's right there. Yeah, it's behind you. That's why I have my hand up. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> what am I doing? I'm just trying to get water. <laughs> I'm just, you know, summoning energy. <laughs> um, Me, today. <laughs> Here you go. Here's your deck. Mm-hmm. Pick yourself a cord. Any cord. What if I pick two cards? No, you can only pick one. That's the rules. I don't make them. <laughs> I don't, I don't uh, make the rules. I just work here. Yeah. I don't make the rules. Okay. I like this one. It's funny because we were talking about <laughs> no! this earlier. This is my worst nightmare. Oh, no. <laughs> Whose turn is it? I think it's mine. 
okay. to go first. I think I'm it is too. I'm not entirely sure. Um, okay, so this is our game called um, If You Had To, which is basically Would You Rather, mm-hmm. and it's by Drunk Stoned or Stupid. Mm-hmm. I think is what it is. Hopefully they're sponsor- yeah. they'll sponsor us one day. Um, but <laughs> um, so uh, mine is um, so if you had to, <laughs> would you rather? Oh no! Everyone talks in front of you as if you're not there. <laughs> oh, but that happens anyway. I <laughs> know it's <laughs> awful. Or uh, or a little elf is whispering in your ear twenty four seven. I'll take the elf. Yeah, me too. Hundred <laughs> percent, take the elf. Because <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't say if he's a dick. Yeah. It just. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Oh my god, talking in front of you as if you're not there is the fucking worst. Oh yeah. Um. Oh my god. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. I know this is. Well, it's not that long. Yeah. No. This we're is good. We're good shorter. on time, actually. Yeah. Um. But. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Definitely head over and support us on Patreon. We have so much more content coming from you guys. We're so excited. Mm-hmm. Um, but we definitely need you guys to hop on over if you like the show and support us on Patreon if you can. Yeah. Uh, follow us on all our social media. Talk to us. We'd love to hear from you guys. You're the best. Um, shout out to Next, Next Generation Feminists who have been super active on Instagram. Yeah. Um, and let me look and see if we have any new reviews on okay. iTunes. Oh, yeah. If you want us to read your review out loud slash give you a shout out on air, give us a review on in, on iTunes, um, support us on Patreon, and we'll give you a, a, a huge shout out for sure. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. We'll give you a shout out and you can pick an episode. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Um, talk to us on Facebook, everywhere. We'd love to hear from you guys. If you're friends of ours, text us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Kita, we love you. Yeah. Oh, this is empty. I picked up my empty can uh-huh. instead of my actual drink. <laughs> <laughs> yes, True Crime Retaps. We love yeah, you. We love you too. We really need to work on yes. like getting that crossover episode yeah. to come because mm-hmm. she's amazing. Yes. Hi, bestie. Love you. Um, <laughs> you're killing it. Yes. I keep seeing your new. I keep. I keep listening, <laughs> and you're still killing it. So, hi, Amy. Love you. Yes. Um, you're so sweet, Amy. Oh, you're the best. So, um, anyway, um, and definitely check out all of our social media um, and tell your friends. <laughs> and so, uh, but more than anything, we love you and we want you to remember. You are not a monster. Bye, Bye. guys. Hey, guys. Thank you for listening to Talk Crooked. Check out our Tumblr blog, at Talk Crooked, for sources and photos. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, at Talk Crooked. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Please rate, review, and subscribe. We are currently a self-funded podcast, so if you would like to donate and receive a shout-out on air, please visit us at patreon.com slash talkcrooked. Eventually, we will start doing listener episodes. If you have your personal stories related to our previous episodes, email us at talkcrooked at gmail.com. For business inquiries or sponsorships, email us at carryandkbusiness at gmail.com. Okay, bye.